0: Hi, that's the newest song I've written. It's just called Welcome and it's about all the feels. My brother and his wife just became parents and I got to have a video chat with them not too long ago and got to, well, not really meet my nephew, but at least stare in amazement as he sort of looked in the vicinity of the screen. It was magic just magic so if I seem a little sappy uh, this month it's because that's that's a pretty profound change just knowing that he exists is just blowing my mind and seeing all the pictures and watching videos of him it's it's just making me think consider my place in the universe Ooh, what is that that good people is a bit of San Francisco Drive. From Petteri Sariola's forthcoming album. The record title is Resolution, and it'll be released in the US in August of this year. For those who don't know, Petteri is Finland's premier solo fingerstyle guitarist, and he's also a ridiculous singer songwriter. He's a big deal in Europe and Japan, and has a rabid cult following here in the States. He first came here back in 2010 when he and I did a small tour from Reno down the California coast to San Diego. And uh, there are some infamously silly videos from that tour haunting my YouTube channel. Anyway, his new tunes are amazing. And whether you've known about him for years or seconds at this point, you are not going to want to miss out. pet will also be my guest on the next podcast. So let this be incentive. If you haven't become a patron yet, do it. It's going to be too much fun. He's a genius, and geniuses tend to be a little bit nuts, so it's going to be a great time. There might also be whiskey involved. Eek. Anyway, good stuff. Sign up. Don't miss next month. So, kids, that's what's on my mind. This is actually the usual thing for me during the summer because that's when I run a rock camp for teens out in Rochester, New York. So when I joined the staff at the Rochester Contemporary School of Music, one of the things I was tasked with was coming up with a better teen summer contemporary quote-unquote rock-pop music camp. And we did it. This will be the sixth year of that program, and it's pretty awesome. We take kids from 9 to 19 and audition them first to make sure that they have a basic ability to play their instrument. And then we form them into bands and tell them, go, write a set of original music. You got two weeks. And then they play a few concerts at local venues. It's a pretty amazing experience for everyone. The teachers at the school, we mentor the bands, and since there are always fewer bass players than anyone else, I always end up playing in my band. Last year, I was the bassist in an instrumental power trio with two 12-year-olds. I'm not kidding. We played the heaviest metal I'd played in decades. It was awesome. The year before that, I played uh, upright bass in an acoustic, almost Nora Jones-style group. It keeps me sharp. And it makes me feel good to know that I'm doing something to keep good music alive. These kids will all go on to include music in their lives in some form or another. And they will have the understanding and appreciation of what good songwriting and good musicianship means. As you know, I think that's more important now than ever before. I've been contacted a few times in recent years about directing other camps like this in other cities... It hasn't come to fruition yet. People tend to be way enthusiastic about it until I show them you know, what kind of resources go into it and what kind of commitment you need. I'm on a microphone, so I'd be remiss if I didn't say it. If you've ever wondered about what it takes to start like a summer rock camp and you'd like to talk to somebody who knows, email me. And I always make the offer, if you get your budget together, I will actually come out there and run the thing for you. I am just Don't shoot me at your barrel. But I'm also the architect of how your child will think. And when it comes to being honest with them, you're over a barrel. So stare me down all day, but I know you'll be first to blink. Saying kids are talented is no longer a compliment. Aaron's face is red and voices stammer, eyebrows sink. It's really just a hobby. It's not something we encourage. He's also great with numbers. Please, dear God, what will the neighbors think? Tell me I'm tenacious and lay down your limitations. But that won't save us. You don't know your kids. You will deflect the blame and say that you No shame, it all ends up the same, cause you don't know your kids. They're just as flawed as you can not seem to ever recall being. They're just as high and angry, and hormonal and afraid. And they are smarter now than they will ever be again. But you won't show them how to clean up any of... This mess we've made they are not That is from a song called It's About Your Kids and it's from my most recent album The Mean, which came out this past winter. I've been playing that one more and more often and it has made it to the set list of my last, what three web concerts? I think that's because I still see these same things happening all the time. A lot of the time a song reflects the way a songwriter felt it at a point in time you know, the, the way the situation unfolded in the past and the song is written in reflection. But that song is still very much at the forefront of my experience as a teacher. Uh, the biggest problem with teaching a young person is the parents, their relationship with the parents. I'm well aware that there are parents listening to this. Am I bugging you? Yeah, I, I mean to bug you. Music is a pretty straightforward subject, especially for the creative people who tend to gravitate towards it, but all the complications come from the family. It's just insanity. Anyway, I think that song is definitely going to be a mainstay in the set list. When I tour this fall. What? You did not hear that wrong. I am touring this fall. And if you can plan to be there, it's going to be awesome. I reiterate, I'm plotting my first road trip in half a decade. Going across the country with my wife and my dog, and I'm going to meet my nephew. As long as I'm making the trip, I figure I may as well play some shows. So, as everyone who has paid me any attention these past few years knows, I've been very, very focused on my patrons because... Even in the age of digital ADD, they have put their faith in me. Uh, they've shown me unbelievable, unwavering support. So, as you might guess, I've already reached out to them about hosting house concerts for this upcoming trip, and there's already a tentative framework of living room shows that's developing. I have talked about living room shows ad nauseum, and. Actually, we had an excellent discussion about house concerts with the novelists in the last episode, talking about why they're really the best thing going for artists and fans. And that's a group that deserves your attention anyway, so if you missed that, head on back in the episode list and check it out, episode two with the novelists. Okay, so if I've been plagued by anything in my career, it's that I am the opposite of a hometown hero. Some acts can play for a few hundred people in one city, but zero people anywhere else. In my case, I can play in a lot of different places, but for a few dozen people in each place. This makes me an unattractive headliner for clubs to book, but it makes me a great fit for the average living room. So, this fall, if you live anywhere on my projected travel route we can probably arrange to have me stop by and play in your living room for you and a small group of like-minded music fans. I have a few guidelines that we have to stick to, and you can read about them by clicking the link in the show notes, but the big ones are simple. Number one, we are not talking about a party. It's a concert, and it just happens to be at your house. And number two, if you would like to host one, please don't be standoffish about people you don't know showing up. I've said it in the past, one of the coolest things that happens at house concerts is however many strangers may arrive before the show begins, rarely do strangers ever leave at the end of the night. Experiencing music in a communal situation like that is an incredibly powerful bonding experience. I've seen it lead to lifelong friendships. It's it's amazing. So be open-minded. Okay, these are the main cities we're currently trying to plan house concerts in, and a rough timeline of when we're trying to plan them. Uh, Towards the end of September, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., heading across the country, getting to around Albuquerque, New Mexico. Moving into October, I'll go up the West Coast, San Diego, Orange County, Los Angeles, all the way up to the Bay, starting to cut back east, go through Reno, Nevada, keep going east, get to the Denver-Boulder area, and then keep dashing back home. By the top of November, maybe stop in Indianapolis and eventually make my way back into upstate New York, maybe stop around Buffalo, Rochester area, and finally, mid-November, get back to Syracuse. There are plenty of cities in between all these stops, and if you live in one and are interested, head on over to bit.ly slash Seth Living Room Concerts No spaces. (laughs) Remembering that would be insane. It's in the show notes. Just click. And uh, some of my patrons from New England asked about hosting, so I should mention Boston and Philly and the Tri-State area. You are welcome to get in on this, too. We'll just have to look at dates earlier or later than the tour plan. In keeping with the theme of the show so far, I'm going to wind this up with the third song I've written about the kids. The kids. I wrote this last year as a bunch of my younger students were graduating from high school and I was reflecting on our conversations where I was attempting to be like Master Poe to Young Grasshopper and tell them what's up and time will tell how that works out but if the late teens and early 20s of myself and pretty much everyone else I know are a reliable yardstick it's going to be a total fucktastrophe Anyway, thanks for listening folks. Subscribe to my Patreon page and check out part 2 of this podcast with the full songs and more commentary that I know you love. Here's Oh My Children. See you after the jump. You just childhood you couldn't wait to leave just a preview of the mob mentality when you can't decide if you'll go blind or if you'll spit, well I could say it gets better but it gets worse first and you still don't know the half of it by the time you see their swords are mightier than your pen oh my children oh my children oh